This is VOLX number 41, Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 to 23. The one who does the will of my Father. God grant you his peace. Let's begin in prayer. In nomine Patris, Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. God our Lord, we ask the grace that all of our intentions, actions, and operations be directed purely to the service and praise of your divine majesty. In nomine Patris, Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Today in Matthew 7, our Lord says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and cast out demons in your name, and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Thus are the words of the Holy Gospel. Today I'm going to combine the two methods since today is pretty short, but let's listen to that section one more time. Our Lord says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. So, First, two quotes on today's gospel passage from Father Lapide, since careful study is so important to prayer. Pope St. Gregory the Great says this, quote, The proof of sanctity is not the performance of miracles, but to love one's neighbor as oneself, and to think of God what is true, and to think better of one's neighbor than of oneself. End quote. Now, even though that's true, what Pope St. Gregory the Great says, that's not to say that miracles are not central to Christianity. I think that's really important to remember for the rest of today's VLX. Father Lapide says this, quote, For a miracle, even a solitary one, so long as it is real and plain, is not only a probable but a morally certain proof of true doctrine, whence Christ and the apostles use it as an inviolable argument for proving the Christian faith, end quote. So think of somebody like St. Francis Xavier. When he went to India, he literally raised the dead. This was proof to him that his doctrine of the one true God, not all the Hindu false gods, this was proof to all these Indians that the one true God who raised the dead was the doctrine to adhere to. And that's why they were led to baptism. And he baptized in Asia almost 500,000 people. So normally, love of God and love of neighbor, and in some cases, for the saints, miracles are part and parcel of this whole thing. So Jesus isn't saying these are opposite gifts. It's not like some people know Jesus and others work miracles. Those who work miracles and are evil are very, very, very few and far between in the Christian world. We are going to tackle that in today's VLX. Uh, but what the message right here that you should bring to your prayer is that is what is central to the Christian life is to know Jesus Christ. Not to work miracles, to know Jesus Christ. And then, if you're blessed... From that union with Christ will come miracles. Okay, what does it actually mean, though, to do the will of Jesus' his Father in heaven? Remember today he said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Well, this is great news because even though it's a little bit scary that not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, I find it almost equally scary. What does it really mean to do the will of the Father? Father Lapide has parsed out the Church Fathers to show us that it means just two things, or especially two things. One, to believe in Christ with an Orthodox faith, and two, to obey Christ's commandments and to put them into action. Isn't that just perfectly simple? One, 
to believe in Christ with an orthodox faith, and two, to obey Christ's commands and to put them into action. So normally I don't suggest you kind of use this VLX thing as a examination of conscience, but if you're using the method St. Bruno where you're not using the imagination, you're just going for the intellect, you might want to take those two things I just gave you from Father Lapide and bring that into prayer and almost make it a little bit of an examination of conscience. Now, for the more imaginative, and I'm not going to give a timestamp because I think those doing this method of St. Bruno might gain some stuff here. Think about Luke 10:17 before we come back to Matthew 7. In Luke 10:17, our Lord says, quote, or rather St. Luke says, quote, the 72 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Now, think of that. 72, I mentioned in a recent CPX, maybe it was a VLX, uh, there's these concentric circles around Jesus. There's the, the big crowds, and then one concentric circle in is the 72 disciples, and one concentric circle in is the 12 apostles, and then you have Peter, James, and John. And now, Father Lapide points out something I had never thought of. He says Judas was in that group. What does that mean? Judas was in that 72, meaning Judas successfully exercised demons out of people, according to Father Lapide, who gets everything that he's got from the church fathers, almost entirely everything he's got. This is what Father Lapide says about this. Christ calls wonderful works or miracles virtues, as the Greek and Vulgate have it, meaning real miracles. It is plain from this verse that God does sometimes work miracles even by false prophets, as he did by Judas the traitor, Luke 10, 17, that's what I just read you, and Caiaphas, John eleven forty nine. You can go look up that second one, John eleven forty forty nine, 49, another time. But the point is that Judas, according to Father Lapide, worked miracles. So for your prayer, you may want to picture yourself after working these miracles, I think it specifically said kicking out demons, you're with these 72 disciples, Imagine yourself returning, like almost running like children. It seems like they were so excited. You're returning with these 72 other disciples to Christ himself after working these miracles of exorcisms. There in Luke 10, Jesus says to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven, end quote. Notice there that being in heaven is more important than working miracles. And how do we learn you get to heaven? By knowing Christ Jesus. And today, in Matthew 7, he gives us a similar assertion, quote, On that day many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness, end quote. So Jesus isn't saying that most of the saints that he gave miracles to didn't know him. He just means that it's not a sine qua non of knowing him. It's not an absolute guarantee. Usually it is, but not always. But knowing him is a guarantee of getting to heaven, at least if you persevere in faith and good works. So here's what Father Lapide imagines Jesus saying, or kind of puts words in his mouth. And I think this is really valuable. He says, I, Christ, will say on judgment day unto the false teachers who have prophesied, taught, and done miracles in my name, I knew you indeed as my prophets, teachers, and miracle workers, but as my friends and sons whom I predestined to the inheritance of my glory, I know you not. And as you return to Jesus with this big group of your friends, imagine our Lord 
looking each of you in the eyes, would you want, ask yourself this, would you want to be called exorcist and prophet and teacher by him? Or would you want him to look in your eyes and call you friend and son? So maybe in this prayer, and you can also do this in the way of St. Bruno, maybe just with less um, imagination, just imagine before our Lord gets to you saying, I want more than anything to know you as your friend and your son. Not to be a famous prophet or a famous exorcist or a famous teacher. All I want is to know you as your son and do your will as your friend. And remember, that's why we're doing this VLX series. It doesn't matter how much you know about Jesus, and it doesn't matter if you are an admirer of Jesus. If you know him, you will love him. And if you love him, you will keep his commandments. Because what precedes doing his will? Love. And what precedes love? Knowledge. Not just knowledge of ritual, but knowledge of the Blessed Trinity. And here's the great thing. When we know the human nature of Jesus, we automatically are carried into a fuller knowledge and love of the Blessed Trinity. This is why St. Teresa of Avila always has focus on the human nature of Jesus. Because of that hypostatic union, you come to know the Blessed Trinity by meditating on the Gospels. So much for VLX today. If you can, please bear with a few of these announcements. I will not add monetized ads to my CPX or VLX videos so as to keep it truly free. If your job stayed around during COVID but your church did not or your church closed, I'd ask you to please consider tithing your Christmas bonus to my charity, my ministry, if the teaching mooner of my priesthood helped you at all through these CPX and VLX series, which I will keep going. And if you are interested in donating, please look at the donate section of my, my blog. That is Padre Peregrino. I think you can also put in pilgrimpriest.org. But you will see Padre Peregrino at the bumper at the end of this video. Or if you don't have any money to give, that's fine. I'd rather you write some good nuns and brothers to pray for me. Finally, I'll be on retreat, so I will not probably put out CPX and VLX next week. In fact, I know I won't, but you may see some random restream and periscope videos. I think I'm going to do one on the brown scapular. In any case, thanks for listening, and please pray for me on retreat next week. At Benedictio Dei Omnipotentis, Patris et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti, descendet super vos et maniet semper. Amen.